0: Good morning, everyone. Good morning. It's good to see you this morning, and uh, just want to welcome the ones that are watching uh, on the live stream. Thank you, Brooke, for making that possible. Um, Thank, welcome all of our visitors. And if you have a connect card, we have a connect card in the back of the pew. If you'll fill that out for you and get it, just turn it into to to Mike or James or somebody, so we can um, welcome you. And also, if you have any, you know, your tithes or just want to give to the church, you can give at Cypress Street Church or just drop it in the drop box at the back. Um, on Thursday, there's a joint meeting for the council, leadership, and the business teams. I know all of y'all are looking forward to that. <laughs> and, of course, Wednesdays and I... I'm going to miss our Wednesday night Bible study with Dana. I'm trying to talk her into doing something else. Um, But um, I know we all are because we miss her already. And then Pastor Owens will be in the fellowship hall. Oh, sorry. Um Next Sunday we'll have the Brother Ray will have the worship service again and the rummage sale don't forget the kids the, the rummage sale for the youth um, you got anything that you want to bring not garbage bring some good stuff clean out your house, I know we all have too much so clean it out, bring it up here and let them sell it and I also have a note from uh, Geraldine DeShane she got settled in Atlanta. She's going to church where her son Kelly attended, and she's just outside of Atlanta in Dallas. And she just wanted to thank everybody for you know, the gift and the send-off and for your prayers. Uh, let's go to the Lord in prayer this morning. Most gracious Heavenly Father, we just thank you so much for your love. We thank you for just sending your Spirit, Lord. Just uh, be in this church this morning. Be in our with our in our worship. Our singing, Lord, help it all that we do to honor you. Be with Brother Ray as He brings the message. Open our hearts to so that we can understand and hear what you have us to hear. We ask this in your name, Lord. Amen. I wanted to read this morning from Psalms. It says to make a joyful noise and. Make a joyful shout to the Lord, all you lands. Did you hear that? He says to shout to the Lord. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know that the Lord, he is God. He is who has made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and his sheep of his pasture. Isn't that wonderful? And we're gonna we're gonna worship in song this morning. So everybody, open up your hearts and sing. Make a joyful noise. If you're able to, please stand as we sing
1: our first hymn. God is love.
0: Us together, Lord, bind us together with cords that cannot be broken. favorite songs. Jesus is the river of love and it flows from heaven above. So sing it with just as much energy as she would. I'm falling down on my job this morning. I forgot to mention all of the prayer requests that we have. Um, Let me see. Well, I was trying to find something. Um, Anyway, they're all on our... All on our sheet today that if you'll refer to all of those, uh, the, especially be in prayer for Matt Nicole as they come, Shirley Weems, Jerry Crane, Mark Kennedy, that's Lindsay's dad, Dale Green, Helen McCameron, uh, Brian, let's see, let me get my glasses on, that would help. Brian Farrell's uh, grandmother, Christy Morgan. Bo Besley, Debbie, Barry and Debbie Kilgore, Judy Bearden, Charles Elmore's sister, David Chandler, I- YC attendees, those traveling, the situation in Ukraine. Um, and if you want to be added, you can call the church, book, church office, or you can text Karen Oldham. Also, uh, a friend of mine, um, husband was killed this week in a head-on car accident and her uh, son is hanging on for dear life. So if you'll we'll just remember all of this in, in uh, prayer this week. Also, this is a, the month of May is a, a celebration. Everybody's celebrating, kids graduating, um, their, their accomplishments, things that they've done. And we have every right to be proud of them. But there's some kids out there that just didn't make the, the all A's list. But they're important, too. So let's just remember that if uh, you've got a child that's struggling, God's got a plan for them, too. Yeah, he does. It takes all kinds to make up the world. And they're special in his eyes, too. So... Uh, Well, let's remember Annie this morning also. Did I miss her? We, she's just on, she, she should be on our list, all, the, all of our church members, just all of us. We should pray for each other and um, remember each other in prayer. And Brother Ray, we appreciate you so much. I envy the way you come bounding up here because i come up here so carefully. That's it. <laughs> I come up here so carefully afraid I'm going to fall and here you are bounding up to here and I'm going look at him (laughs) but we do appreciate you we and I so much enjoy your sermons
2: thank you Donna Um, I've got a few announcements uh, that I need to share with you and all until and then we'll go to the Lord in prayer Um, I want to thank each of you In the church, I've shared multiple times how I appreciate uh, each and every one of you. I especially want to thank the leadership here at the church. There's a lot of work that goes on behind the scenes. Carvin uh, helps me so much and your church here. Speaking and the leadership team and business team and there's been a bunch of stuff going on and a bunch of meetings that have been happening and your officers. I just want to thank each of you and also uh, especially uh, today mentioned Randy and Karen but y'all know that he's been asking you to take your pictures and some of you have photophobia and a few other things like that but I got to proof the uh, new directory that's gonna be digital Um, I don't know if you know uh, now but most everything's digital and it comes on your phone or whatever like 40 years ago so anyway we're gonna we're gonna update but really the main reason we wanted to do this is I realized as I came on board it was hard to remember names and faces and learning a whole new congregation of folks and We want to get it ready uh, to be ready for Matt and Nicole when they come, and so I I got a chance to look at a copy of that. You'll all be receiving it probably in Flocknote and email. If you don't get it, let us know. If you don't like your picture, let Randy know. And uh, some of you sent glamour shots, and I was telling Nancy Elmore this morning, I've got a visual problem a little bit, uh, a, you know, cataract not quite ready yet, so all of you look so lovely, because as I look out, you are glamour photos, you know what I'm saying? You guys are just all kind of blurred, and hope the Lord I can see see what I have down, but uh, but anyway, that's going to be coming out, and I'm excited about that, so that's an opportunity. Another area that we needed to really address, we found as we searched, first time to search for a pastor with a new bylaws were the bylaws needed a little tweaking and so we have minor changes mostly uh, on about half of the bylaw pages just little parts uh, that are being uh, taken care of and it's we formed a bylaws committee that was double the size the bylaws require require uh, and good representation and we studied them and so we're going to be addressing those and actually going to present those to the council and the combined leadership team business team this Tuesday so I need to officially announce two weeks from today we'll have a special call business meeting to ratify those changes or to approve those changes and that should be June the fifth I didn't want to do it on Memorial Day weekend so we give you the two-week notice uh, also at the end of the service uh, the bylaw, present bylaws require you to f- sign up two weeks ahead the week before and then you're gonna need to fill out another one the day of we will do away with that but right now we have we need to follow what we have so please if you are, are a voting member of the church sign the the. Uh, And and especially if you think you might can be here in two weeks, sign the roll on the back. Let me just uh, let you know it's addressing the opportunity right now. There's no opportunity really for absentee ballots for calling a pastor, uh, only for the annual business meeting in October. We're adding that. Uh, currently if you serve two terms you're done and there are times when you have folks that no one's really ready to step up or it's a special position we have a way to waive that currently if there's a pandemic there's no way to vote we're adding that electronic capability just updating there's not where you get a letter in the mail you can get an email as well as a announcement notices um, there are just several of those kind of things uh, that are added in there and making sure that there's opportunities for everybody to participate. If you know anything about Ray Owens and my ministry, it's about getting everybody involved and forming unity and having a tremendous amount of trust in the leadership of the church. And you have a wonderful team here, so I just want to let you know uh, that that's there as well. Did I forget anything? Thank you. I had so much to cover and i want to thank the children's team they've met uh, i know the youth uh, covering for connor uh, i had them wednesday night we made it man we, we had a good time um, and you know i appreciate all of you stepping up far as a prayer request i don't know how much i can say but uh, matt and nicole's home did close on friday not wednesday but friday and then upon contacting uh, their bank here and all of that uh, the new house here found out that it, it needed a new roof so all that delayed some things so there's a possibility they will not be moving in uh, on that Tuesday uh, Wednesday uh, June the first second right along there it might be delayed so uh, just pray that a miracle happen and all that'll work out they may be living out of a U-Haul Uh, for a little bit longer. And so um, God is able and we will trust Him with that and I think that's probably enough with that. Would you join me together and let's pray. Father thank you for the enthusiasm this morning and the spirit that we feel in this place and Lord the songs and Lord just Rachel sharing what she shared Father and And thinking of smiling faces and Lord, the upbeat of the music and Lord, how you give us life and you just give us opportunity. And when we kind of seem down, we can look around or think about your love and it boosts us. Father God, we are so privileged, every single one of us in this place, because you first loved us. You have blessed us so much. We are spoiled in this country with all of its problems and with all the things that we face Lord we can look at that or we can look at so many others and realize we are blessed Father your love continues it's new every day it's fresh so we want to praise you so God we join together right now and all of us praise your holy name Father it's awesome that you also care about Our healing, most importantly, our spiritual healing, our emotional healing, also our physical healing. And Lord, a lot of times they're tied together as you tell us in your word. Father, this morning we have a special request from Annie. We pray for her, Lord. Help her body to stabilize and Lord, the dizziness and all that's involved in that. Father, in this place right now are many that are facing Similar situations as that and physical needs. Lord, they're here this morning and I pray God you would touch each and every one. Lord, as we age our bodies, boy, they, they give us some challenges. So God, we, we just know you're the healer. So we come to you with that. For Matt and Nicole and Lord, the children as they prepare to move, thank you for their excitement, their desire to be here. Lord, for our anticipation. Father, just open those doors, work everything out so it's in accordance with your will, not our will. God, we yield to you. We know you're able. We know that you will do what is right. And God, we trust you in that. And we ask for your blessing of safety on that. Lord, on this serious accident that Donna shared, Father, I pray that your spirit, your presence would be with that widow, with that child in the hospital with every circumstance of that, Lord. We hear these and our heart just goes out. Lord, there's no hope except in you. Thank you that we have you to call upon to be there and minister to that need. God, for every one that's lost loved ones, Brian and others, Father, we pray for your grace and mercy as well. Father, we also ask that you would just Allow us to have the freedom to worship you this morning, to learn from you. God, we give you permission to challenge us a little bit. And yes, Lord, we need your encouragement. We need your blessing. We need your edification, your guidance. Thank you, God, for the privilege to be in this place at this time for these moments. And all God's people said, Amen. Amen. Okay, so if you haven't been here in a while, you might want to know what's going on. And so, if you're at home, there's a construction project going on in the sanctuary. So, we're going to remodel the sanctuary. (laughs) No, it's part of a sermon series. And then this week, over here, we're talking about the family room. Um, I'm, I'm preaching a sermon series on the TV show Fixer Upper just using that as something to kind of springboard on uh, where each week Chip and Joanna take a house and fix it all up remodel it and last week was the foundation this week we're going to take the living room and on Mother's Day we already took the kids room and I know that was a pretty tough sermon so if you survived that you'll make it okay and today we have the family room and Vicki did a great job look she's got southern living here I couldn't see that from where you are but that's what that is and then this is Nancy's new book Robert's Rules of Order new edition for Nancy that I just purchased for Um <laughs> uh, you read about two pages of that and you will sleep it's kind of like Simon X okay you'll sleep it's wonderful we got some family photos and how many of you you know now we carry the Bible around our phone how would you like to carry this baby around Sword of the Lord. Whack! <laughs> you know. Wow. I think I threw my arm out picking it up. Okay, let's talk about the living room. Married couples. If you're married in here and want to publicly apologize. No, if you're married. Do you remember anybody in here been married or currently married? Maybe your spouse is gone on to heaven. All I'm asking is, do you remember when you first fell in love dead space (laughs) uh, when I fell in love with Dana was uh, over 50 years ago hard to believe that but that's that's unbelievable I remember long-distance phone calls back in those days we didn't have cell phones and all that we had you actually had to dial the number there were no cell phones and long-distance calls were very expensive my personal and, mo- and money was different I think the minimum wage was a dollar uh, 25 an hour about that time and my my phone bill just my part was over two hundred dollars a month so what would that be 200 Maybe 160 hours of work to pay for the phone call because she'd went off to college away and and we were we would we would call her and I had to convince her I was still the one <laughs> and uh, our wouldn't you like to hear a tape of some of the conversations that you had I am going through mom and dad's stuff gradually as I try to get the house ready and running into some. Some problems, but occasionally I stop and look at thank you notes or look at things there or notes they wrote each other, and I don't know how it ended up at my mom's house, but I found the letters that I wrote Dan- Dana in college, some of them. How my mom got them, I don't know. Uh, thank goodness they were want you know there were nothing wrong, but Dana wrote mom and you know all that stuff. They'd already adopted her before I, you know, said I do uh, or asked her to marry us. But you know, you think about those conversations, and I bet they were, you know, things that were kind of ooey-gooey, or I can't live without you, uh, you know, all the songs that were going on back in those days. I mean, we had some songs. So how do you go from that to sometimes after living together a little while in the living room, it's not that anymore, okay? Um Someone I think a lot of it writes books and was a humorist, Irma Bombach. Many of you know she had a kidney problem, had a transplant, and passed away. Irma was amazing. And she it all her kids inherited it, biological children, and her son Andy uh, inherited it. And she asked he asked Sherry, his wife, to marry him on Valentine's Day, and also on that same day, she promised to give him one of her kidneys, and that's one of those, uh, you know, amazing things. And and you know, you think about Irma and what she saw in life, and how even though she had all that fame, she still went to, you know, the dollar store and stood in the line just so she could be a part of life. And one of the things, how can you go from that, you know, giving a kidney to where you don't want even share the remote? Now look, let's make something clear in this room and online. There's none righteous, no, not one. And if you don't laugh at the things, that means you've got something to hide, okay? Because I guarantee you, you fought over the remote you fought over all kinds of things but if we went back and read the letters that were yes gene, ooey gooey, and we read these things about oh you are it, I can't live without you. There's even a popular 70's song and then later I can't stand to live with you. Get out of my life. You know that's how things are. Well sometimes in life when you go from courtship and romance To actually in the living room in life you have to learn how to like those you love. And that's on your outline as well there. It's very important. So I know this morning this doesn't have anything to do with anybody in this room. But I really want to challenge you to get your pens out and take notes for the other people in your life that need to hear this sermon. Right? Let's read our text together. The text is... This morning, taken from Colossians, Paul writing to the church of Colossians, chapter 3, verses 12 through 15. Since God chose you to be the holy people whom he loves, and Wednesday night, Carvin talked about that. You must close yourselves with tender-hearted mercy, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. You must make allowance for each other's faults and forgive the person who offends you. I think that's a pretty key verse. Remember, uh uh-oh, the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. And the most important piece of clothing you must wear is love. Love is what binds us all together in perfect harmony. And let the peace that comes from Christ, rule your hearts. For as members of one body, you are all called to live in peace and always be thankful. Let's pray again. Father, there is so much power and truth in this short scripture. There are sermon series in this scripture. truth, Father, may we just grab what it is you want for us today out of this. In Jesus' name, amen. God tells us to like those we live, but how? Okay, first is to celebrate each of their God-given uniqueness. Celebrate each of their God-given uniquenesses we read in here, we all know that God is the one that created us and it's so important and you know how many of you, if you've been married or whatever at at some point, you discover your spouse is different than what you maybe thought they were okay Um, I I, I, I shared with you a few weeks ago about Florence I love her stuff, a lot of her stuff and she talks about marrying Fred and Florence is a ultra sanguine um, you know choleric and of course she's gonna marry the opposite which is melancholy phlegmatic and opposites attract and and she did and they're on their honeymoon on a caribbean island and this guy comes out and brings grapes and she just sees them there and you know she's into the moment she grabs a grape puts it in her mouth and her husband this is on their honeymoon uh... fred goes what are you doing? And she's, I'm just enjoying, I mean, the, you know, the waves are just slowly coming in. It's blue, clear, it's wonderful, the weather's perfect, the cabana's up, it's just great. And he has to, what are you doing? And make a long story short, do you know how to eat grapes? There's a way to eat grapes. You have to pull them up. Pull out of your pocket and get a fingernail clipper and clip off a cluster and then get that cluster and put them one at a time and put them in the mouth. At that moment I go, bless her heart. (laughs) First of all, how many of you have finger... Don't raise your hands. Okay, please don't. How many of you have fingernail clippers? Oh, you got them? Because you never know when you have a fingernail or grapes. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? In other words, bless his heart, he had a way about everything that had to be perfect. All the cans had to be in the, the cabinetry, you know, pantry, just right at the angle that you can see all of them and, you know, all the chicken soups this way and the, you know what I mean, and that sort of thing. And by the way, I honor that, that's, that's neat, if that's you, there's grace in Jesus Christ and there's salvation in him, okay? I got that. Or there's the opposite that I just want to have fun and they never organized anything and they just throw clothes into, oh yeah, and they put that on. And don't raise your hands for that because there will be many hands. A pastor friend of mine that you know so I won't say his name, not in this state, said there was a day that he felt like he married E.T., extraterrestrial if you don't know what that is, not because she had a big head and was short, Which kind of she sort of is. I guess I need to not say that. I'm on the internet. Bleep that out, by the way. Okay. (laughs) But because she was so different, it's like she came from another world, you know, after he married her. And then when the kids were born, they were like aliens. He likes weather hot, she likes it cold. He likes food spicy, she likes it mild. He likes things spontaneous, she likes it planned. He likes things piled up, she likes it very orderly. You follow what I'm saying? Like they're different. Why so different? And here's the reason. That's because God made them different. And Psalms 139, 13 through 14 on your outline there, you made all the delicate inner parts of my body and knit them together in my mother's womb. Look at this. Thank you for making me so wonderfully complex. Amen. Your workmanship is marvelous. Does anybody here have any complex people in their family? Sure, turn to the person next to you if you're you know, married to them or know them and I want you to turn to them and tell them, Honey, you're marvelous. Do it right now. You're marvelous. That's right. And if they're not sitting with you and they're somewhere else, you can tell them later. Honey, I learned this morning you're marvelous. That's what the Word of God says. So number two, look for the value and joy they add to your life. So the first one is celebrate the God-given uniqueness. They're different for a reason, and we're going to get into that later. Look for the value and joy that they add to your life. Many times, not only is your children and spouse so different from you and are like an alien, but here's the key. You, if God chose them for you and they're right, or if you've already committed and you're in marriage, this is a fact either way, you need the person the way they are. God chose them for you, and you need them that way. They add value to your life. If everybody was just like you, or everybody was just like me in this life, sometimes you might think, boy, the world would be a better place. In a few areas it might. Real few. But you know, it'd be a pretty, bur- uh, pretty boring world, and let me tell you, you would not grow. That's why I stress so much more and more and more why couples especially need to be a part of a church family and a part of a group where you love each other, love is superior and and keen in the body of Christ, but you rub each other, you work together, you learn to give allowances for one another. That's how you grow and you do that in the home and you do that in the family room with the remote or whatever else. That's how you do that. Many times the thing we can't stand the most about our family, the strength or weakness is what we need the most. Psalms 127.3 says, children are a gift from the Lord. They are a reward from Him. And I had somebody, I read that to one time, said, yes, they're a gift, but sometimes you'd like to return it. Get a you know, return card for another deal. Proverbs 18.22, the man who finds a wife finds a treasure and receives favor from the Lord. And husbands, we need to realize our wives are a treasure. Now a friend of mine did a scripture search. I don't know if I didn't do it myself. He said the Bible's full of the value of children. We just read one. It, it talks about the value of women. It Just remember Proverbs And also here, but he said, the Bible doesn't say much about the value of a man. And and all the women said, amen. You know, it just talks about the kids and the women having value. So we look at the value and the joy that they add to our life, even sometimes in the challenge. Because you have to admit, if you're melancholy, you tend to look at the negative and how things, you know, aren't good. And you need to look that for every not so good, there's 10 things probably that are really good that help you. Thirdly, view them more as angels sent to shape you rather than demons sent to torment you. Now, Pastor Ray, you're saying families think that some of their kids or spouses are demons? Absolutely. Absolutely. Don't forget what I did for uh, years and years, and even now working with ministry folks and all that, it's absolutely true. Sometimes family members are the most, the closest people to you. Get under your skin. You know, that's how we rub each other the wrong way, like I talked about. And I actually think sometimes folks have told me they think that their spouse stays awake at night thinking of new ways to irritate them. I know I don't sleep as much as I used to, but that is not why I'm not sleeping, trust me. Many times, and in fact, the Bible says when you go to bed, have everything good. It isn't always that you will, but to the best you can, try to get everything good before you go to bed. Now, don't treat your spouse like a jerk all day and then just five minutes for, I didn't fix it, go to sleep, forgive me. You know. No, that ain't that going to work. I know, again, we will not have an altar call, but the prayer rooms will be open. A pastor came home to his wife, and I know I use a lot of those illustrations, but that's who I've been dealing with for the last several years. And she was studying the Bible, reminds me of Dana, who gets up early and always involved in studying Bibles and studies and things like that. And uh, anyway, she, she said to her husband, "'Honey, God sanctifies me through you.'" Now, sanctify means to cleanse, to set aside for a special purpose, to make holy. And the pastor thought about a minute and said, "'God sanctifies her through me. Yes, I come in as the pastor.'" And God uses me as the man of the house, and I sanctify her. He kind of went off on a little tyrant about that. And I give my sanctification to the wife and all that stuff. And after a little bit, all that, the wife said, No, that's not it at all. You bring out the worst in me. Whoa, whoa. You sanctify me, you bring out the worst in me. Where's this going? I think I'm pretty selfless and pretty giving, and then you invade my space and I find out how selfish I really am. It comes out when I have to deal with you. Do you see that's what I'm talking about? In other words, you're real. You know, when you're dating guys, You go down, I mean if you remember this, this will make you laugh. You go and buy things you've never bought before. I bought a bottle of something called Brute. Is there anybody in here that even knows what that is? Oh good. Guys, I'm a deer hunter. There's even an article somewhere that said Brute for Bucks. Can you believe it? Spray that on and the bucks come to you. I thought, well, that's some weird bucks, because it's supposed to bring the gals, you know. That was. You know, it's pretty crazy. We, we, we take a shower, we get cleaned up, we get spiffed. Now, however you know after you've been married a little while, you wake up in the morning and lean over, you go, oh my Lord, have mercy. You know, that's not good. So you got to have love. you got to have love. I'm not discounting the fact that we need to take care of ourselves. But I'm just saying that's sometimes how it is. Almost anybody can be a saint. If you live alone and you're not with anybody else you can quote think you're a saint and that you can handle it. But living with other people in our family or even our church sometimes can cause frustration and friction. But it also can call joy and peace and more importantly growth to where there's real joy and peace even when there's a little frustration. How many of you know that can happen? That's what a family is. When they're together, they love one another, and that overrides the frustration. And God has that happening many, many times. And of course, the scripture that we're about, that we have on your outline in Proverbs 27, 17 says that. As iron sharpens iron, a friend sharpens a friend. And James, this is a tough one. And and that's just, by the way, talking about rubbing each other, that's just how you get sharpened. James 1 says, Consider it pure joy, my brothers, when you face various trials of many kinds, because you will know that the testing of your faith develops. This is what I'm talking about, perseverance. Perseverance must finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. And if there's one thing I think today we all struggle in, and maybe each generation has got it easier and easier, is a little bit struggling, is less maturity. We've got folks older and older still holding on to mom and dad's clothes. Let's just leave it at that. Okay? They're holding on. They're still staying at home. They're not mature and complete consider it pure joy when you face, put the name of your spouse in there. So Vicky has to say, I consider it pure joy whenever I face Mike. Mike gets to say I consider it pure joy when I face Vicki. None of them said amen, but that's the truth make sure you don't run from the very relationship that God himself gave you you know God put you there so you can grow and be complete and that's important when you're in a church family a lot of folks go from church to church and all I'm saying is you know if that keeps happening there's a problem there and when it's just like when we point at somebody else we're always pointing at them and we're pointing at God because we blame God for everything we always have we always will God it's your fault it's their fault but remember there's three fingers coming back at you and I think that's biblical me myself and I is probably a lot of the problem fourthly make sure your problem with them is actually, is not actually a problem with you. The problem with them is not actually a problem with you. Ooh, there's a million illustrations of this. One I was reading the other day, a woman in Pittsburgh was walking along a railroad track way too close. The train came by, hit her in the hand and broke her finger. So she and her lawyer sued the railroad company for negligence, claiming they should have had signs along the tracks Every so many feet, saying if you walk close to the railroad track, uh, this is a working railroad track, and you could be injured. Lord have mercy. I kind of felt like saying, "Don't you think the woo woo woo, you know, ground shaking?" I mean, I think I would have loved to have been in court and been the psychologist on that case. Oh my goodness, would I had fun. I I mean, all the stimuli that took place before that train hit her hand, including the track, it's a working track, it's silver. (laughs) But you know what? I could go on and on. There's coffee too hot and we get a million dollars because the coffee's too hot and we pour it down in our lap or whatever. You know what I mean. It's, It's all this stuff. Here's what it is. Our culture, we tend to blame others. Our God. Every war is God's fault. When he told us there'd be wars and no. all, why? Because we're on selfish desires and all that. That's exactly what's going on in Ukraine. What, what the Russian leader wants, not so much the Russian people. We see that. Other places, we see that. But really, we need to realize that if there's a problem, sometimes we need to change. Many times it's something inside us. James 4.1 says, What's causing the quarrels and fights among you? Is it the whole army of evil desires at war within us? In other words, we have struggles ourselves and that filters out and that's so true. So before we confront or criticize somebody, we need to ask a few questions. The first one is, is this about me being selfish? Is it about me having very healthy, good boundaries, which are very appropriate? If something's abusive, I don't know, an ex, a stalker, a friend that went viral and crazy or insane, yes, healthy boundaries, you know, tag team it, give them to somebody else to lead them to the Lord, whatever. I'm not talking about that. That's fine. Or is it about me just wanting more than my share? And that's selfishness. Two, is it about me being petty? Boy, is life short. How many of you, if you're at least 60 years of age, you know life's short. When I was 30, it was long. When I was 20, there was no end to it. You know? And it's getting shorter and shorter by the minute. Life's too short for things to get worked up over petty. Have you noticed as you've aged and matured, some of those things that used to bother you don't bother you. Going through mom and dad's stuff has helped me significantly to realize I need to get rid of a lot of stuff. It's just not as important. Sometimes little things that we let get to us, and I've always been, sometimes it's little things and what you're confronting, you know, really doesn't hurt you that much, we need to let it go. Thirdly, is this about me getting even? I'm going to take a shot at you because you took a shot at me. And you have a list and keep checks. He owes me, I tell you what, me and my friend, we're down to he owes me $75.52. We got to get this. He needs to buy the next 20 meals. No, now meal prices. Next two meals. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, or whatever it used to be. I actually heard a guy talking about, man, this guy owes me 100 bucks and all that stuff. Every time I have to buy his meal and he says, hey, just keep it on my tab and all that stuff. He said, but the prices went up and I'm only going to get two meals. <laughs> I had to buy him ten with inflation. I said, well, add interest to it. No, might as well. I said, why don't you just forget it and just let him buy the next ones. Sometimes keeping all that score is not all that good. Maybe getting back at, at you because of what somebody else did. You know, sometimes I know I get upset and snap back at Dana and it has nothing to do with Dana. Something else in my life or somebody else has treated me bad. I've had a rough day or like Gene, you know, I had a rough day at work and hit myself with a hammer and a few other things and I come home to Donna and I go... Everything's fine. What don't talk about it. don't talk about it. Don't talk about it. Don't talk about it. And then she says something, look, we need to go and we gotta go see so and so. Why are we going to see so and so? Cause the toe's still hurting. You got a camera, I do. <laughs> I'm in the spirit, brother. <laughs> Maybe it's because I'm unhappy with life. oh This is so good. How many of you know? Y'all know the story. He's not a happy camper. In fact, if you haven't been camping, you don't understand that. Okay? And now there's glamour camping, you know, and RVs and all that. That's not, that's not good. If you're not happy within yourself, everybody around you is not going to be happy. We all talk about if mama's not happy, <laughs> the whole house isn't happy. This is true. That's why... The Golden Rule, which we'll read about and what we're talking about. God's telling us, get ourselves straight with Him. Realize how much He's forgiven us. Let's get our relationship great with Him. Because if we don't have that good, it's hard to pass on. In fact, you don't pass on what you don't have. So if i got misery and quarreling and all that within me like James is talking about, guess what I pass on? If I've got God's love in my heart coming through, guess what I pass on? We pass on what we have. Number five. Remember that the grace that has been freely given to you. Remember the grace that's been freely given to you. I wasn't sure if I should share this, but I think I am. Mark was going on a blind date. Never met the girl before. He was telling his friend Bob about it and the anxiety he had. What if he got to the door and frankly she was just ugly? You know, that's how guys talk sometimes. What do I do? Bob said, I've got an idea. When you go to the door, she opens the door. If she's ugly, have an asthma attack. Just go, Ugh, and Gabab say, Sorry, and can't breathe and leave. Oh, that's a great idea. <laughs> this is wonderful. So Mark goes, Cool. Goes to the door, he's so excited because when he opens it she's drop dead gorgeous, beautiful. And all of a sudden she goes, uh, uh." (laughs) 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 Before we get critical of others, before we get critical of others, God says it this way, Romans 15, 7, So accept each other just as Christ has accepted you. Christ accepted you, Christ accepted me, faults, warts, and all. He knew me when I was very bad, a sinner, right, at our worst, and yet he loved me and knew what I could be. I think of the love of a mother, of a father, when they look at their child, they don't always see how they look. They see how they can be, and that's a little taste of what God does in us. And I've often, I will say this, you can be in the spirit and literally see people and the physical doesn't even hardly appear. I'm telling you. I know it's tough, but it can get to where you just love people. You love people. Jesus said it this way, Luke 6.31, really the golden rule. Do for others as you would like them to do for you on your outline i think i've lost it here it's uh, it's true that you have to put up with them but they have to put up with you it's the golden rule sometimes it helps me when i think boy you know i wish dana would finally get this i wish you know we don't do that too much anymore because we're pretty much together forever and it's been a long time but you know Sometimes I think about it and I I really start thinking of myself and sometimes out of the blue I'll just call her and say, Dane, I love you so much. Thank you for putting up with me. What did I do? (laughs) No, nothing really. I was just thinking of me. And she's really wise. She doesn't go, isn't it the truth? (laughs) She doesn't do that. So extend the same kind of grace to others in your family that you want to receive so if I want to be forgiven much by Jesus and I do I want to receive that same grace you know what I need to pass that on and the more you pass on the more you receive so brother Ray will everybody treat me well if I treat them this way no but most will I'm telling you it will work most of the time not all the time there's some very hurtful messed up people in this world And hurting people hurt people. And all of that. But remember, God's not mocked. You reap what you sow, so you sow good seeds, you're going to reap good fruit. Just keep sowing. In Kansas this year, y'all know I'm involved in a farm, and I'll, I'll leave to go up there, and it's bad. We didn't get much rain, so instead of it's probably less than half a bushel because of the drought and yet some places won't even plant it, I mean won't even harvest it. it gets to a point you just plow it under. You know here's the thing, it's a bad year, but every year we're gonna plant, last year was a good year. Of course it was kind of bad, the price was up a little, this year the price was way up due to the war and the crop's terrible, you know. But you just keep planting, and you know what? In the end, it works out. That's what you do. So I want you to think about the living room of your life. Worship team, if you guys want to come on up. You think about the living room of your life. And first of all, first of all, if you by chance have never accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, That is a requirement. I personally do not know how you could make it and have a healthy marriage without Jesus Christ. Amen. Do not know. I got a terrible call and I can't say a lot because of the internet. You know, just a marriage. You know, person in my youth group. And and college students all the time. If Christ is not in both parties. If there's not. The Bible says don't be unequally yoked. If Christ is not there. So if you're thinking about your marriage and their struggle. The first thing is make sure Jesus Christ is your Lord and your Savior. And you're striving To move toward letting Him do a work in your heart of grace. Even a second work of grace for those of us who have accepted Him. It's so important. And as you're giving grace so freely as you receive it. And you're being nice to others. Just remember, be like Jesus to them. Because that's what Christian is. Like Christ. That's what we're supposed to be with one another. So when you're in the family room... I think there needs to be some rooms. Yes, the bedroom for the couple, you know, a place of peace and maybe forgiveness at times and, you know, save the conversation. But if you're in a family room and a, something comes up on the news or the TV or there's frustration or whatever, we need to remember that we are to like those that we're committed to and we love them. Amen. Father, thank you for speaking to us today. We've been challenged, and as we sing and respond, may we allow the love that you gave us to pass through us and be freely given. We recommit to give that love, to accept the love that you have for us as personal Savior, and to give love. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Would you stand?
0: I am loved, I am loved, I can risk loving you for the one who knows me best, loves me most.
2: Spend enough time with Jesus alone. I feel challenged to or feel led to share to challenge each of us. Let's set aside some time, really, each day to spend some time with Jesus and just us privately, quietly, alone. As we become what God wants us to be, that makes us a better spouse, a better mother, a better friend, a better person. But I also want to challenge couples here in this busy world, set aside some time even if you have to schedule three days, six months in advance to drive to Jackson and get a hotel room and get away and do nothing but spend time with each other. Maybe get in the car, put the phones on, we can't take a call cause we're driving and spend time. kids insist that your parents get away especially if they're raising you to get away and spend some time together I just believe that that's what God would have us say okay let's close God thank you for your love your Bible is the most amazing road map to life the best beyond any book written it goes to the very heart and core of our being God, you want to spend time with us because you first loved us. You want us to love one another. And God, you want us to, just how we treat you, to treat each other. So God, I pray this message speaks to our heart. May we be encouraged to know that there's hope, that you're behind it. Your forces and all the forces of angels are supporting us in this cause. May we see others through your eyes. And all God's people said, Amen. You're dismissed. Don't forget to sign the list if you're 16 or older. Thank you.